0: You're listening to the Terror of the Woods podcast, where every question is a great question. I am your host, Star Bosco. Get your critical thinking caps on, because we are seeking truth in a world where we are drowning in information, but starved for knowledge. Look at me, look at me,
1: driving and I
0: won't stop. I have Spotify and Apple. I've never even tried. I mean, obviously, I have Podbean, but I've never even tried any of the others yet. I'm kind of afraid to because once one, you know, kicks you off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was kind of afraid to, too. But Mm -hmm. I just put it out there and they might not like my stuff. And maybe I haven't got a denial, but I haven't got approved either. So I don't know. I have no idea. Um,
0: Well, I'm looking on mine right now and actually. I have sixty downloads from California.
1: That's so cool.
0: I had no idea I had uh, people. On, I wish they wow. would.
1: I wish they would have Telegram on here, but they don't know about Telegram yet. Mm,
0: yeah, I have Florida. I have New York. I have Texas, Georgia, North Carolina. Wow, this is crazy. I wonder who these people are.
1: Yeah, I wonder. Beaverton, who they are too.
0: Oregon. Palestine, nice. just so you know.
1: <gasps> really? Palestine? Canada, I don't one France, and Norway. Israel.
0: Your mom's going to be so
1: proud. Why? Because you're on my show.
0: Oh, <laughs> right. Hey, Ma, look at me. I made it. No hands. <laughs> Not just my voice. <laughs> yep. It's really
1: good. You don't like Alex Jones, do you? <sighs> I
0: don't know yet. <laughs> I like Alex too. <laughs> I, I just I that's, don't know. Hello, that's my
1: friend Sherry's up here. I'm yeah. so excited to have you, Sherry. I'm so pumped up. Welcome back to the Amber May Show. I have amazing guests for you today. We're going to be talking about being a domestic terrorists. Yeah, that's right. Can you believe what has happened? And the cool thing is, I don't know what got us in Arizona. I don't know if it's because we're the Wild West. We're like cowboys. We we could fight anything. But we have the audit in Arizona. We had the nurse who was a federal nurse as a whistleblower. And now in the state of Arizona, we have a a president of a school board spying on parents. And we are are kicking back on that. And joining me today is Star Strazabonzo, Straza Bosco she has a podcast called terror of the woods podcast there will be a link in the description so you can check her out and then we have my dear friend Sherry Stepier she is running for superintendent of public instruction here in Arizona so I'm going to have her come on because she was at the hearing when um there was a hearing in Scottsdale about that that president so we're gonna get her take on that but before we get started I always want to let you know remember 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 always in every single show check the links below in the description and also i want you to go to my website at the ambermayshow.com thanks to jod.com that's j-a-w-d-d.com if you ever need a website go to him i want you to hit the non-jab jobs if you're an employer and you're seeking employees, you need to hire people, go to my website, go to the resource tab, fill that out because there's people looking for non-JAB jobs. So if you have a job that doesn't require the job, see me there, I'm one of them. That is looking to hire people. So, I want you to go to my website that the job description is there, then go to the contact form and then um, contact me there. Someone submitted something that was seeking employment but left no contact information. So, that's not helpful. <laughs> also, we want to help you right now is Black Friday deals at mypillow.com and give the gift of sleep because they have a classic MyPillow for $19.98 right now, regularly priced $69.98. Oh my gosh. I always get slippers every Christmas. I will never shop anywhere else except my pillow. Their slippers are incredible. So use promo code AMBER and save up to 66% off, and you get all the deals with Black Friday. And I don't know about you, but I know a lot of people that are <clears throat> right now, and we want to avoid all that altogether. Go visit drstellamd.com get a telemed appointment with her get your ivermectin get your hydroxychloroquine and also go check out her Kobe bites support that immune system use promo code amber may and you could save money doing that so we also have telegram join us stars on that you can be friends with her through my telegram channel at az Supermoms. star do you have to be a mom to join not at all not at all you, just can a be, patriot. you don't even have to yeah just a patriot you don't have to be a parent or anything. Just a patron. Guys, welcome to the program. Sherry Starr, thank you for joining me today.
0: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
1: So what I thought I would do is I want to first start out with that letter that uh, Garland got smacked upside the face with, with the Congress Judiciary Committee. And then we're going to go in and talk about it. We're going to get Sherry's opinion on what happened or, or her input on what happened in Scottsdale star. You have a lot of bombshell information to bring out. So um, let me share my screen with you because I think it's really important. Um, and that's Clay. We might get to him. We may not. I don't know. OK, this is so this is a letter from the House of Representatives, the Judiciary Committee. When when I saw this, thanks to star. She brought it to my attention right away. I love star. Uh, I was just like, girl, we got to do a show. This is fire right now. So Last month, during your testimony before the Judiciary Committee, you testified that the Department of Justice and the Federal Bureau of Investigations were not using federal counterterrorism tools to target concerned parents at local school board meetings. We are now in receipt of a protected disclosure from a document whistleblower showing that the FBI's counterterrorism division is compl- compiling and categorizing threat assessments related to parents. Oh my freaking gosh, right? Including a document directing the FBI personal to use a specific threat tag to track potential investigations. The new information calls into question the accuracy and completeness of your sworn testimony. On October 21st, 2021, you testified that the department and its components were not using counterterrorism statutes and resources to target uh, concerned parents at school boards. At school board meetings specifically you testified that you could not imagine any circumstance in which the patriot act would be used in the circumstances of parents complaining about their children nor a circumstance where they would be labeled as domestic terrorists you can you also testified i do not think that parents getting angry at school boards for whatever reason co- constitutes domestic terrorism it's not even a close it's not even close to a question So you guys could check that out. Um, Start tell us where we can find that information.
0: Well, you can find it really easily. You can go to the congressional um, committees, and they have them online. For every single committee, you can find their website. Uh, But most times you can also find them on the GOP website for that committee. So if it's a a Democrat that's running the committee, they're not going to show that letter (laughs) and and distribute it out on the website. So what you can do is go to the GOP-RAN House Judiciary Committee website and you can find it all there. But you can also go to the person who wrote it. You can go to Jim Jordan's website. And uh, one of the greatest ways to do it is if you have a Twitter feed, go on Twitter, throw it in, and you can find the letter really easily there as well.
1: See, Sherry, me and Star thinks that what they were talking about had to do with the Scottsdale one. Do you think so too? Or what's your opinion? And then what happened in Scottsdale?
2: So I am not convinced that, uh, you know, with Tian Michael here in, in Scottsdale, this guy is a special type of person. And he's been uh, at it with the parents for three years, you know. So I think he is um, – I think it's him personally and his dad that really wanted to do it, regardless of directive from the government, if any. But I also think that this is not an isolated case around the nation at all. I think this is happening. And, you know, just one of these things that they get emboldened because they know it's acceptable, it's encouraged, it's incentivized on some level. So uh, I think that's why he was even more... um, Prone to do this, but I think this is a very personal thing for him. He has, uh, he's, he's, not, he's not a good person. Yeah.
1: No, he's not a good person. And you're right. I don't think this is an isolated incident, but I was just like, okay, it was all over the news. And then boom, this happened. So I'm like, hmm. Yeah. Maybe there's something to it. Um, what happened at that meeting? Anything happened that was noteworthy to mention? No. The, the, was it a big no. disappointment?
2: Of course, because we walked in. First of all, they didn't let all of us in. Uh, they only let 30 people. They gave us numbers, uh, set, you know, six feet apart or three feet apart or whatever the, the, that was. But um, they basically, you know, the agenda was to remove him as president, which they did, which was the least they could do. But it was also to discuss his resignation and only two um members actually spoke out about it and then it really didn't go to a vote. Now people need to understand they cannot make him resign. Even if they had the vote and the majority said, we want you out, he still doesn't have have to resign. Right. But it would have sent a message to the community that this, the board stands with us. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that satisfaction. So it was very disappointing. And he's still on the board, which is a disaster because right now there is a supposed. Uh, investigation, forensic investigation that was launched by the superintendent who might be complicit in this um, dossier as well. So there is no trust. We cannot move on with our lives in Scottsdale. They need to remove him. They need to remove anyone who had anything, allegedly anything to do with it until we find out what happened. But that's not going to be the case.
1: Let me show you this letter that we got from the, I think it's the attorney general right here. Uh, so the attorney General I guess is um no it's it's uh not from the attorney general's office
0: no that this yes, one it is it from yes, Brinovich. It is. it's to it's the United Carlin, States right? DOJ yeah AG mm-hmm.
1: yeah and, and it, it, says FBI. Across, it says across the United States in recent months it has been uncovered that school boards are encroaching on constitutional rights of concerned parents this disturbing trend has now surfaced in Arizona. Evidence has been discovered that Scottsdale Unified School District board member Jan Michael Greenberg may have conspired to abuse his uh, his position of power against Arizona students and their parents. So I'm so glad that he has reached out and said something to him. But guys, check this out. Where is this? No, this one. I mean, that's just that's just very disturbing that anyone would do something like that. Very disturbing. What are they going to do with this, uh, this information? Number one, I don't know. But the fact that I think Star, was it you that showed me that Carrie Lake thing that showed mm-hmm. that he had like pictures of children?
0: Yeah, he was- had pictures of the of the parents and also the children. And I forget when it was. I think it was maybe back in August when um, some of the parents had noticed Mark Greenberg, so the father. Of, of this gentleman, not really a gentleman um but he was taking pictures you know and <clears throat> under the uh, a, and also saying that they were protected and I, I still need to read the the full transcript, but he said that they were protected from being viewed by the public which I, I don't know how that's possible if you're making a public document that means that it is public um but I just wanted to add one little fact and, After going through all of these letters and kind of building out a timeline, what I see is the Google Drive was um, maybe opened as early as August of this year, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you look at the timeline, the letter came out from the NSBA to Biden on uh, September 14th, okay? Yeah, we
1: did a show on that. Right.
0: So the way that these things kind of work, just from my past experience, everybody works in concert with each other and they plan it all out. So, my guess is they had some kind of conference together, um some kind of gathering of maybe all of the superintendents or some kind of education, you know, f- um, focused event. And they started to discuss things like this, like, hey, how, how, how can we do this? Should we start putting together dossiers, you know? And the word kind of got out. And I bet what they did was then they worked with the White House, like, hey, we have all of these uh, board members. They're collecting information on these parents. We really think we can do something, some damage with this, you know? So why don't you guys, you know, respond to a letter that we're going to do? I mean, this is how it's done. So the reason that I think that is because of the timeline and how it's all fitting into place. You know, everything is just right on the money. Even with the letter that uh, Garland uh, responded on ten four, he it gave them 30 days, which put us at 11-4. And then right at 11-4 is when we had the Scottsdale uh, report, the, the Independent, I think it's called uh, the newspaper, that came out with that story. So it just, you know, how many coincidences until it's mathematically impossible? Yeah,
1: I you know what? This whole year, the whole last two years, I don't believe in any coincidences because I'm just like, no, no. It's just, it it just is too perfect to be a coincidence. If
0: it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck
1: exactly so what are parents supposed to do sherry if uh you know what is the recourse how do we fix this as parents if especially i mean this could be happening to any of the school districts this is not just scottsdale i mean it could be just scottsdale but here in arizona it could be any school district the united states for instance it could be any so how do we protect our parents do you have any ideas do you have any insight for us
2: Well, the only way for us to win this is to have our people in all the key positions. There is no two ways about it. You know, uh, I try to explain to people, the teachers, the administrators, the school board members, as you said, they all go to all these meetings. They all go through the same training, the same brainwashing, the same indoctrination. They all come and they make decisions according to what they were told. So until we take over we can't expect any of them to have an epiphany suddenly and say you know what this is really wrong because obviously we've gotten to this lens that you would have never imagined ever. would you have ever thought would your parents ever thought that when they sent you to a public school 20 years ago or 30 years ago or 50 years ago that they would have the school board collecting information
0: uh, no, about them I maybe my dad my dad might have thought he, he maybe was very, it's, maybe <laughs> he's not, like the original tinfoil like, hat man you know <laughs>
1: i never i never would have imagined this yeah ever this in is my pretty
0: life. disgusting yeah i think no, so i'm
1: kind of sitting in shock my jaw dropped when i saw that letter i'm like oh that's it we're doing this and hearing that stuff on the news i'm like i can't believe this is happening but mm-hmm. it makes me think we're over the target if they're gonna come after domestic terrorists, by the way, there's domestic terrorists on my website. If you go to the merch part, uh, the ambermation check merch and get your domestic terrorist shirt right now. Uh, <laughs> I think we're over the target when they're coming after us like that. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You go ahead?
1: I think they're scared to death right now. And and Sherry, do you think that parents need to stop? going to school board meetings because they don't want to get their their names collected on some kind of list do you think we should stop doing what we're doing
2: absolutely 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 not this is our only chance to i mean this is the marxist uh you know unfolding agenda unfolding right in front of our eyes this is fascism really this is something that america should never be. And yes, it is frightening and it is you know when you're thinking about the people that are sitting right now in prison because of January 6th, this is all lumping up to the same problem that we as Americans speak up, we want to have a good life and the government wants to stop us and this makes no
0: sense. Yeah, this right. is our first
2: this is the first this is the first amendment violation through and through but people forget about it. So if we get scared and stay home, which that's what they're trying to do. it's all intimidation first that you know, They know that the law is not on their side, but they're going to intimidate us into inaction. And we cannot allow this to happen under Mm -hmm. any circumstance because it's going to be the end.
1: And this is why I support you as a candidate. I mean, I'm so excited that I met you and we're friends and I can text you and be like, what's up, girl? Um, And by the way, guys, I want you I'll have a website link in the description. Um, I want you to go donate to Sherry Sapir. I don't care where you are in the country. She is representing all of us. If you're a concerned citizen, if you're a patriot, she represents all of us, even though it's in the state of Arizona. I mean, that gives her an an open platform. I'm sure I don't know what it's like, you know, being holding a state office, but I would imagine at some point uh, they get together for some kind of meetings, like all the state reps at some point. I would think but I think that, that the platform opens a door for her so she would be able to talk to other superintendent of education. So it's not just an Arizona thing. I want you, because she's fighting for Arizona, which is fighting for all the other kids because it's happening. We can prove it in Arizona. It's happening. And, she, and and if it's happening in Arizona, just like the fraud happened in Arizona, it happened across the nation. And Mike Lindell has the proof of that. And we've seen stuff in Wisconsin and, and uh, Michigan and in and Georgia and stuff. But there was fraud in every state because they want to turn every state blue and so i want you to go to her website sherry what's your website
2: it's elect sherry my name is spelled s-h-i-r-y-s-a-p-i-r elect
0: sherry sapir.com
1: yeah and donate There's she definitely a- needs the clean election money so if you have five dollars donate that five dollars qualified to
0: her. candidate five dollars Um, Really quick, I wanted to make um, one a comment and something that I haven't been able to verify, because it's kind of hard when people are drafting language, you can hear like gossip going around the Capitol. Um, But then it's another thing to see an actual bill drop. So what I've heard is the United States Department of, of State or the State Department is going to be running a bill that removes extracts the linking of a international connection to being a domestic terrorist, uh, pursuant to the Patriot Act, which would basically mean you don't have to have an international connection to be a domestic terrorist pursuant to the Patriot Act in America, which is really, really scary. I I, I don't even know, um, what the conversations must be like when they're trying to draft that kind of language. I would just get out and, you know, tell everybody, shout it from the rooftops <laughs> to stop, um, so I'm I'm going to be looking into that, but also I wanted to ask you about your primary because you're running against a few people, right? There's um, Tom Horn, which I don't think you have an issue with that. Yeah, <laughs> there's, I don't there's plenty of history there for him. But then there's also Michelle Udall, who's a current um, House Sen or sorry Senator in Arizona. So I wanted to get your your feeling on you know some of the people that are running with you in in the primaries. Sure, you know, so I. I'm not going
2: to bash anyone, OK, but oh, not. like Michelle Udall is the reason I'm running. You know, if I had a feeling that there's going to be a Republican who steps up and does the right thing for us against Kathy Hoffman, I won't run. I wouldn't run. I don't need this. But the reason I'm running is because Michelle Udall, she killed the bill. Three months ago, with two other Republicans that would have expended ESAs, which are the empowerment scholarship accounts, that's the school choice option we have in Arizona, she killed that bill. That would have given 600,000 more children in Arizona who are on free and reduced lunch ESA option. She killed it. She's against school choice. She's a teacher. She was with Red for Ed. She stood by them. So, And yes, she's a Republican, but she's voting for... Um, 58% uh, with the Republicans, the rest with the Democrats. So uh, I cannot have her in charge of our kids because it would be the same as having Kathy Hoffman. So
0: that's why I'm running. Do you feel like she's, really, she's like the, the biggest competitor in the line of candidates?
2: I mean, you know, people talk about her being, you know, the the utile name. I, I never heard of her before I got into politics. So it's not that, you know... Um, it's not a Clinton or a Bush or something, but, um, I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about any of my competition because I know that the grassroots are very well aware of what's going on and they're up in arms and they want somebody from our team representing them Mm -hmm. and they know can be their voice. Because I, my only motive, my only motive in this is the children. I will fight for them. Like nobody, nobody else. I know it. And I think people get that feeling once they hear from me. So Um, yeah, they may have money, they may have name recognition, they may have been in politics, but nobody wants politicians. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in her video, in her campaign video, she says, well, I'm not a politician. Well, that's rich because you've been in the house for six years. So don't tell me you're not a politician. And actually, you had a great opportunity to do so much good. And if I learn one thing throughout the campaign, you know, when you think about it, suddenly you may have a lot of power to do a lot of good. These people have so much power to do Good. And they decide to do us wrong in every step of the way because they're compromised, because they're being bought out, because they're being, uh, you know, getting taking orders from the wrong special interest groups. So that's not going to happen. My only special interest group is the people of Arizona, the kids, not even the parents, the kids first.
0: The littlest people. They need us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And and is anybody else showing up to these uh, these board meetings besides you as a candidate running for the Department of Ed? I haven't seen any of them putting out any statements or or I, I, I don't see them
2: at all, actually. I don't see them campaigning anywhere because I don't know if they can take the difficult questions from the grassroots because they have a record yeah. of uh, doing the wrong thing. So they're probably hoping to buy the election. and I don't think next year they're going to be able to do that.
0: No, well, I don't yeah. think so either. A lot of them are walking away and not even completing their session right now down at the legislature, too, which is historical no. in Arizona. So... Yeah, there yeah. there's 11 total last time I checked, but nine of those 11 are not going to complete their full two terms, which is I, I, I'm i part of the, the community down there. I've been down there for a while and a lot of these people that aren't going to complete their sessions, it's really it, mind boggling because these were people that were going to run for Congress one day that had aspirations to be the governor, you know, that were down there for the people I'm never leaving. This is where I need to be. And then just this year was just like, boom, 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 boom. And they're gone. They're just gone. So... I wonder
1: if it's because we, the people are finally waking up and we're saying no to the corrupt people running for office. I know in our party, being a PC, uh, that means precinct commitment, if you don't know, it is my goal. Like There's a, a friend of mine and he's really big on affidavits. You might know, I'm sure you, you, you might know, I'm sorry, I don't know, David Jose, he's really big on affidavits. He works with Josh Barnett and I was in his group and I was talking about um how frustrated I was i only went to two meetings and no one's talking about election integrity and i i can't understand it because had the republicans cheated the way the democrats did the county board of supervisors would have been fired and our secretary of state would have been would have been fired and he told me he's like well god probably wants you to do it and i was like that's probably true because it's in my, my soul. Like I need to like start working at our party, cleaning up our party. Cause that's the way we're going to succeed in Arizona. And then not only did just by speaking out about maladministration to get these people out of office, I get promoted to precinct commitment. I went as a citizen, as a regular concerned citizen and got uh, bumped up to precinct commitment. And I say that because it's important that all of us start getting involved, just like Sherry Sipier, get involved, become a precinct, go to your legislative district meetings. I couldn't believe that. People don't even know that those exist. Yeah. So there are precinct committee uh, meetings that meet once a month that you should go and find out what's going on in your community. And let's start cleaning our party out because Udall does not belong as the, the superintendent of public instruction she backstabbed Arizona. She needs to go. The people who backstab us, the grassroots need to go. That's why I'm backing Sherry Sapir, because she's one of us, she's a mom. Three or four children? Three. Three children, And, and it was because you love your kids so much that you wanted to do this, right, for them. Isn't it true?
2: Absolutely, and because I love this country, you know, the reason we're, where we're at right now is because of education, because for decades, they have been training all of the people that are now our, our representatives, our judges, right? Um, all of the decision makers that we have right now in our lives, were trained through the education system for decades. And that's what I tell people, if we're not careful, they're not gonna need the border to be open. They're not gonna need to cheat, cheat the election. They are creating, manufacturing democratic voters in our schools, every single day and in 5 years in 6 years in 10 years the next consensus <laughs> it's all going to be blue the map is going to be completely blue because th- that's what they're training them and I t- I'm, I'm all over the state okay this is a and it's a huge state i go everywhere one of the saddest things that i hear over and over again is we send our children to college or to university they went liberal, and they don't want to talk to us anymore. And I can't—I can't tell you how many times I hear that story. They're with tears in their eyes. They, we have grandchildren; they won't let us see them. Yeah, I or we think did college.
1: I think this Incredible. is a perfect segue to this this clip that I was debating whether I should play it or not. And it's from the Reawakened Tour. I had Clay Clark on my show uh, a couple a uh, couple days ago, a couple weeks ago. You can find it on my website, the MMA show.com. He's coming to Arizona. Get your tickets now. I think I want to play this clip because of what Sherry said because mm-hmm. I've been debating. I think it's really important. So let's check it out, and then we can discuss it after, um, after the show.
0: Can I, can I tell a really quick story only because <laughs> – yeah. Sorry, only because it really ties in with everything we're talking about. Yeah, Um, go for it. So I'm I'm a victim of the public school system, right? And I ended up going to ASU, and I was taking a class on terrorism. And this class was just a few years after 9-11, and I was one out of, I don't know, maybe 100 kids in this class that had my viewpoints, and I've always been conservative. So there uh, was a gentleman who was invited as a guest speaker, and he was the... He was the he was part of the british um he was part of the u k. and he was here because he was speaking on being the the terrorism like czar of the u k. And I forget what the title was. But anyways, He told us that the people that crashed into the uh, World Trade Center were genuinely good people. And that was the that was the direction he was going. And I stood up and I said, are we really going to let him tell us this? (laughs) You know, like these terrorists were genuinely great people. Like that's not the discussion we should be having. It's only a few years after we've been doing this. And I got told to sit down and shut up by my peers which I refuse to do, you know. <laughs> That's the kind of person I am. Um, but that, you know, now I'm the one being called the terrorist. So it's it's just it's That's a funny because world. Because you're a mom, I know. Let's
1: just clarify for people because you're a mom. Now you're a domestic. Terrorist. I know it's not crazy. because you're blowing up buildings, but yeah. because you're a mom. Yeah. And Garland said, "Oh, um, Garland said that we are uh, domestic terrorists." Well. May, I'm just going to play a few minutes of this yeah. because we are running out of time. But let me play just a couple minutes of this clip and then we'll discuss it. Okay. But I'm uh, serious. How many of you have a liberal friend where you're like, I just wish I could get through to this person? Our next speaker is a former liberal turned free market education activist. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet Lisa Watson.
3: I'm your, former li- I'm your former liberal friend. I'm the one that you guys are always arguing with. I was her, but you never won the conversation. I just want you to know, not once. <laughs> okay, so before I introduce myself, I'd like to start by saying three things. One, thank you to Clay for putting this together. Two, thank you to Pastor John Hagee and Cornerstone Church. And thank you to San Antonio. It's Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, uh, I do want to start by saying, you know, three big things. One, if anyone had told me seven to 10 years ago that I would be standing in any church telling my story, I would have laughed in their face and I would have said, you are crazy. That is fake news. (laughs) Two, as I said, I was the social justice warriors that seemed to be determined to undermine the fabric of America. Three... The fact that I'm standing here is evidence that there is nothing impossible with God. Next, usually when people stand and they give speeches, they tell you a lot about what they know. My mission is to tell you a lot about what I didn't know. My name is Lisa Watson. I'm from Kansas. Woo-hoo! I had a pretty unremarkable childhood I, number three of four children, daughter of a divorced mom who worked as a nurse. I moved from Kansas city to Los Angeles for college. It was definitely culture shock, culture shock in a good way. I was having the time of my life. I loved LA, (laughs) but I was unprepared to be introduced to some of the ideas about God and the Bible that was coming from some of the professors. In one class, I actually had a professor explain that humans created religions to explain the universe. I remember being shocked. The professor seemed to be saying that humans made God, God didn't make humans. And I remember thinking, is he saying that Jesus is the same as Zeus and Apollo? I had never heard an adult say anything like that. Over time, the professors would routinely give subtle challenges to the scriptures. After a while, I was in doubt and confusion, and I was challenging the scriptures too. I ended up moving back home. I graduated from a local university. By the time I graduated, I was calling myself an agnostic. So when I thought I was going to college to learn a skill and build my future, what I was actually doing was building an agnostic and atheist worldview. Mm -hmm. The dictionary defines a worldview as the overall perspective from which one sees and interprets the world. At the local university, I had work study at the Women's Center. When I thought I was earning a few extra bucks for tuition, what I was actually doing was building a feminist worldview. By senior year, I needed an internship My superiors at the Women's Center said they can get me an internship. They got me an internship at Planned Parenthood. (laughs) I reported directly to the Director of Public Affairs. I learned about marketing, branding, lobbying, and yup, I went to those marches in DC. But when I thought I was getting credits towards graduation, what I was actually doing was building a pro-abortion worldview. During college, I got a job at one of the big telecom companies. I served as a union steward there for five years. But when I thought I was simply working to help my co coworkers defend their collective bargaining rights, I was actually building a socialist worldview. I was the first person in my family to graduate college. I graduated with a double major in psychology and political science. Let's fast forward a few years. I was attending a holiday party with one of my friends. He introduced me to his neighbor. She told me that she was the regional president of the ACLU. I was gobsmacked. (laughs) Within two weeks, I was on the board of the ACLU. Within two years, I was the affirmative action officer of the ACLU. Within another two years, I was the president of the Kansas City chapter. Another two years, I founded the Racial Justice Task Force. And in less than two years, I was promoted to the National Board in in New York City. But when I thought I was building a civil libertarian mindset, I was building a social justice warrior worldview. By this point, my worldview was atheist, social justice warrior, radically pro-abortion, sex in the city, feminist, with socialist tendencies. So believe me, when I tell you I was not looking for Jesus, but I found out that Jesus was looking for me. Amen.
1: i'm going to stop there because we are running out of time but this backs up that testimony backs up we have about three and a half minutes left of everything sherry sapir said what she says and she wraps it up with saying she uses the analogy of i love lucy and the chocolate factory Mm -hmm. trying to get all the chocolates when the conveyor belt's still coming out and what i what i'm proud about sharing what i'm proud about star and any other domestic terrorists out there is she said, God told her that we need to stop the conveyor belt. That means we need to get involved in the school level. Sherry is doing far superior than like, so, like me by heading it head on at the very top. But what we can do, me and Star and everyone else, we can start going to the school boards and we can start running for the school boards so we can stop that conveyor belt. And so that we don't indoctrinate our kids into the left mindset and change our country altogether. Mm -hmm. Because President Reagan said, we're only one generation away from losing our freedom. And how are they doing that? Through the school system. That's why now we're labeled domestic terrorists. And that's why they're collecting information to try and intimidate us and stop us. Ladies, final words before we wrap up.
0: We need to fight like domestic terrorists. Like Terry,
1: any final words?
2: Uh-huh. Well, we need to fight. Um, I don't feel a like domestic terrorist at all. I'm a mama bear. I love my kids. I'll protect them until my death. And I know all the mamas around me will do the same, the papa bears as well. So this is our fight, and we're going to win this. We were not awake, but we're awake now. Uh-huh. We're not woke. Awake, and we're going to win this fight. They don't know what's going to happen uh, next year. Those school boards in Arizona, I I tell you, if and I want to work on having a map so we can really see in every school district of the 200 and some we have. We're going to go from three or four Democrats to three to the very minimum three to Republicans, and we're going to do it next year. They'll see it. It's going to be
1: I agree. I think we're all fired up, and we are awake. And so what I want to leave you guys with is go to my website. Check out my friend if you're a business owner. She has been helping a lot of businesses get money from the government that the government already set aside. She helped three businesses get over $300,000 in money. The link is in my description. Go check out my website, theammermayshow.com And whatever is pure, whatever is right, whatever is noble, think on these things and fight like a domestic terrorist. Have a great day, guys.
0: Thank you. And remember, every question is a great question.